Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I am one of your hosts. I am CT. And I'm your other host, I'm Solo. And we are a Star Wars mostly. Kind of always for the last two years. Yeah, I'd say pretty definitively. I only say mostly because Stranger Things Season 3 aired and we haven't watched it yet. I assume you didn't binge it last night. Nope, I did not. And we at one point talked about Stranger Things on the podcast. We did. We also talked about, I think we probably talked about Spider-Man at one point in time. I know we definitely talked about Wonder Woman. We talked about Wonder Woman. We talked about Stranger Things. We talked about, I don't think Spider-Man, but we talked about... We did talk we, about Killing Joke. Killing Joke. Yeah, we did. And I, basically that was it. <laughs> yeah, probably. We nailed it. Absolutely. And then it became great. Star Wars. Then it was just Star Wars for the next three years. <laughs> so, anyway, we are back in action. This week we're going to be talking about sort of Master and Apprentice. We are not going to be talking about the contents of the book itself, because Solo has not read it. Uh, but I will be doing a book discussion Later on with our friend Ian, and um, we're going to be talking about a lot of Star Wars books because I have recently been catching up on a lot of books that I didn't read, especially from the uh, the Journey to the Last Jedi. There was a ah. few books of in that release that I did not read, which were Legends of Luke Skywalker. I had started it, but I never finished it, and Cobalt Squadron. Mm-hmm. And I've read both of those recently, so we are going to be doing a book discussion a little bit later on. And also, our friend Ian, same guy, he lent me a copy, a publisher's, like, uncorrected proof copy mm. of one of the new books, Crash of Fate, which I also just finished. It's not out yet, but it is the tie-in to Galaxy's Edge. It's like the love story. There's a couple tie-ins with Galaxy's Edge, and one is the young adult romance, which is Crash of Fate, which is the one I demanded to read because I am on brand. On brand, and two, the other one was called Black Spire. Okay, yeah, I think that makes sense. That has Vi Moratti in it, yeah, because she was there. So, uh, yeah, this week's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, potentially. Maybe knowing us. Probably not. Probably not. Because there's only, like, about ten prophecies in the book, but I really wanted to discuss them with you in particular, and without having a whole discussion about the book. I did really enjoy the book, and I think anyone should read it. Claudia Gray remains to be my favorite... Yeah, she's a queen. ...Star Wars author. She's a a fucking queen. It's really amazing, because I've been reading uh, a lot of normal books recently. Mm. Uh, For a while, I had just been kind of in the fanfic... Right. Realm. And it is phenomenal when you really click with an author's writing style, because I still can't really place uh, what that is yet, what exactly makes me attached to a story, Mm -hmm. like in some styles of writing versus others. And, but Claudia, for sure, is one of those authors that I just get sucked in right away, and I actually really look forward to reading her non-Star Wars books eventually after I'm done with the giant pile of books that (laughs) (laughs) the giant pile of books we just keep buying well there's so many good looking books out there now there are just so many good looking books good looking books and also as a forewarning if you hear what sounds like gunshots happening in the background it's the fourth of july here in America. <laughs> oh, yep, there goes one. And, they, and I doubt you'll be able to really hear them. But just in case, we're not being held by gunpoint. No, it is just random sporadic fireworks happening during the evening. Speaking of America and California's estate, there was an earthquake today. There was an earthquake. Yeah. It was scary. You didn't feel it. I didn't feel any of it. But apparently <laughs> my it was story. a very big one. I just wanted to share my trauma. <laughs> you're... you're, you're you're faced with more, your own mortality? Yeah, I did. I had to go save our Tangled poster. Uh-huh. I felt noble and heroic. My favorite part about earthquakes is that everybody, because I'm like standing by our window, mm-hmm. is once it was over, literally everyone from all the apartments we can see and mm-hmm. all the like houses we can see just walked outside and just started looking around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny just seeing everyone slowly but surely open their windows and be like, yeah, because, okay. like, when you, like, I had just pulled into Starbucks when you asked, like, did you feel that? Yeah. So, like, you literally, because, like, across the street. Because I, you had just left for work, mm-hmm. you, like, a minute or two before it happened, 
So when it first started rattling, I was like looking down at my computer and I thought it was you like jumping back on the couch like with me. Mm -hmm. And so I swore out loud thinking it was you like just trying to scare me. And I was like, ah, fuck off. But I'm like, oh, no, wait. You're not there. And then I had to remember what an earthquake was because it's it's jarring at first because you kind of had to go like, why would this be happening? Why does it feel like the whole world is moving? Yeah. Oh, right. We're in California. Everything is just kind of shaking and rocking. And we have a lot of toys. So. Oh, no. There were no casualties, it looks like, no, at the moment. I don't see any. I didn't see any in my room. Besides the one spider that we killed. Oh, uh, yeah. Later. That was the only casualty of the potential that, earthquake. Yeah, you know, that was a true thing because he might have lived up to that poster yeah. he might have been jarred by it he was Sorry, just scared guy. and we killed him yeah, well how dare we bugs know the rule in our apartment if mm-hmm. we see you you're dead you're dead but anyway that was my drama of the day mm. and actually last thing uh because we saw we saw spider-man spider-man yeah last night right that was last night right that was last night we uh, saw a lot of movies in the last week and no, that was two two weeks. Night. Tuesday night. Okay, it's Thursday. Yeah, we've night. we've seen Spider Man Homecoming. Yes, we saw yesterday. Yeah, we saw yesterday. Saw Dead Don't Die. We did see Dead Don't Die and Toy Story Four. Yes, we saw. Look all at of us. Those. We're really using AMC A list. We are. We're non spawn, but definitely would be spawn. AMC. Would be sponsor. Yes, 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 yes. Please. Would chill for AMC A list because if you live in Southern California, it is the most worth it thing in the world. Yes, it is. In one day, I. I'm going to be sad because I have a feeling they'll not let you use it for nice seating. I mean, maybe, but also, how could you do that? Because then they would just be, like, theaters that you just couldn't go to then. That's, yeah, Cause see, that's true. Because two of our theaters are only, are recliner only. Yeah. Uh, we have three AMCs within walking distance from us. Yes. Which is why AMC A-List is really worth it. And two of those theaters are strictly recliner only mm-hmm. seating. And we prefer... To see our movies in comfort and <laughs> style. Like, they can take away Dolby and 3D. That's fine. I don't like either of those anyway. Because and they don't our have... Our IMAX sucks. And our IMAX Our IMAX sucks. is an IMAX. No, it's, it's really not. <laughs> Just a... I'd rather see it at the Dolby than the IMAX. The IMAX sucks. Oh, yeah, no. The Dolby at least has the recliner nice. seating. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Sorry. Because tangent. <laughs> it's a tangent because the recliner-only seating... Is the best. Is the best, but usually those tickets cost like 23 bucks on their own. They do. So one movie an entire month pays for your AMCA list. Yeah, it does. If you live in Southern California. I can see it not being worth it if you live in another state where movies are actually like $5. Yeah. Like, well, in Michigan, they, they started to get kind of expensive. Yeah, I remember but you them reaching like, matinees like at yeah. five. I don't think they're ever that cheap for us. I don't think so either. No. Yeah. No. But... Yeah, Toy Story 4, good. Dead Don't Die, awful. Awful. <laughs> Terrible. I hate it. Terrible, not good. Yesterday, I really liked. Fun. And Spider-Man Amazing. Spider-Man Amazing. Uh-oh, big bug. See, that's the bug. That's the one. Go, don't go into my room, you son of a bitch. If you hear a vacuum cleaner start up anytime during this episode, it is because we are trying to suck a giant <laughs> fly from out of the air. <laughs> I'll get it with my force abilities. In case you were wondering, we are the top-rated Star Wars podcast <laughs> on the charts. We are actually the top-rated podcast of all time. Of all time. Uh, George Lucas listens to us. Uh, Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, Dave Filoni, all the big Adam guys. Adam even listens to us. It's an honor. It's an honor. It's a great honor. I'm sorry that the Dead Don't Die sucked. Um, that wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. You were very handsome in it. Uh, <laughs> you looked great. Wear Damn. glasses more. Um... But, yeah, so we saw a lot of good uh, movies the last couple weeks, and I really, I really enjoyed Spider-Man, but there is, like, something that, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, but, like, I get mad at myself a little bit because I can never really connect to Marvel movies, mm. and I was just really curious to why I, every Marvel movie I've, movie I've seen, I've thoroughly enjoyed, yeah. and I have a really good time, and I walk out of it being like, I really liked it. But the second I'm home, it's, like, gone. Yeah, I agree. It, do- it doesn't sit with me. And I wish it did because it's such a cultural thing that I want to be involved with. Because I feel left out. And I just like Star Wars. And people keep calling Kylo a Sith. And people are <laughs> dumb because he's not a Sith. Yeah. 
dear lord, I keep trying to talk to people about Star Wars, and they're like, well, Kylo Ren's a Sith Lord. And I'm like, well, you're not on my level, so. (laughs) Well, you're not right at all, so bye. So bye. No one gets me. (laughs) I'm just going to cry and write. Ah! Ah! Excuse us. This may be happening a frequent amount of times during this episode. This episode has been retitled Who Talks First About the Giant Fly in Our Apartment. Yeah. It Sorry, is. guys. It's the not saga big, continues. It's not a very big one. We're in so. episode two. <laughs> uh, so, oh god, so that means episode three is Revenge of the Fly. Oh no. He's gonna get us. Because we got real close in episode two. Yeah. Fly on the carpet. <laughs> fly on the carpet straight ahead. Missed. <laughs> just wait and see anyway so with that i think we should jump into this week's episode which is all about the prophecies of the jedi yes and uh again we're just going to be overviewing the prophecies from master and apprentice we aren't really going to be talking about spoilers from the book so if you have not read the book i think you shall be safe but not from the fly in our apartment but you should be safe from spoilers as we cover ourselves in head to toe in blankets because we know this son of a bitch is coming back. He's gonna come back and this is the only way I feel safe is if he can't land on my skin. Yeah. He's a big boy. So like, this isn't like a small fly. This is a big, he's this like, is a, this is a chunker. Like a, he's like the size of like a nickel. Yeah. He's big. He's a big bug. That's I don't like him. Anyway, yeah, we... I'll try my best to avoid spoilers for Master and Apprentice. I think I'll be able to do that. I don't think there's any reason. Oh, there actually, I lied. There's one prophecy that does involve spoilers for Master and Apprentice, but it's minor Are you in my spoil opinion. Spoilers for me? Not really, because no. Okay. Not the actual story. There's just like one little thing that mm. involves you needing to know the context from the book, but that's it. So I am not going to go through these in order okay. because that would be. I'm going to say it's going to be spoilery if I say them in order, but it's not. I just wrote them down, and I didn't write down their page numbers, so I don't know if they're in order. <laughs> so, uh, let's start off with the easier ones. Both you and I are just, like, going to be super paranoid about this dumb bug. The first one is, uh, she who will be born to darkness will give birth to darkness. I heard him. And also, I'm pretty sure that's about Leia. Yeah, this one isn't really up for a lot of discussion. Yeah. Um, I think for most of these uh, prophecies, we should talk about, like, what we clearly think it is, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can go tinfoil hat a little bit okay. on it. So I I think the most obvious answer for this one is definitely Leia, because mm-hmm. she was born to Vader. Yes. And gave birth to Kylo. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's a slight possibility... It could be referring uh, referring to Shmi, only because she was born into slavery, which could be considered darkness, oh, okay. and she gave birth to Vader. Yes. Because I, I think it is possible to read all of these into being about Anakin. Mm-hmm. I think that's boring, because I'm all about the sequel trilogy, so I want some of these to be about the sequel trilogy. Right, which And is solving some of those mysteries. Yeah. Um, but or, it, or, you know what? Let's go real tunful hat. Ventress. She's coming back. She's going to have a kid. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Nailed it. But, yeah, I think most obviously this one is about uh, Leia, mm-hmm. which, rude, Padme is not darkness. Rude. Well, I mean, I know. again, only because of Vader. Yeah. Uh, and he, she was born while Anakin was dead. I do think, though, Vader, so. yeah, like, I think this one's, like, I mean, it's so tragic that Leia's life was was prophesized to suck. Yeah. And something about this prophecy in particular, if I'm recalling this correctly, I may not be, is that this one was written in, in like, an Alderaanian language. Mm. So... So you're like, wow, really on the nose. (laughs) Yeah. It was... I mean, it's pretty clearly about Leia, Mm -hmm. and my poor girl, just from the beginning, was... Her life was destined to be awful, which means... She should be right in the end and get her son back. I mean, I agree, obviously. Thank you. 
<laughs> I, I'm trying to convince you in yeah. particular, my audience of a person who already agrees with me. <laughs> you did it. You succeeded. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, the second one is the one that you do need some context for from Master and Apprentice. It is, when the Kyber that is not Kyber shines forth, the time of prophecy will be at hand. Okay. So the Master and Apprentice does take place, I want to say nine years. Hmm. Or ten years before The Phantom Menace. Okay. So, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, they go to a planet to do some diplomatic Jedi stuff. Right. Also, the Jedi suck, but... Yes. If you did not know my stance on this, and, like, Lucasfilm's stance on this, because both Master and Apprentice and Jedi Lost, which are both things that take pre- place in the prequel era are very heavily focused on how the Jedi are... The worst? The absolute worst. Yeah. And I appreciate it, as someone who's thought that for a while, that they're continuing this theme well into uh, the Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. era. We're starting to get into that that era of storytelling, because like with the novels that were coming out before the, the last one, the <laughs> Last Jedi... You got a lot of things referencing, like, the balance of the Force. Right. Which I also continually like. to agree with. Yes, yes, yes. But we are still getting things, talking, discussing about how the Jedi weren't the best people They around. weren't great, and maybe things needed to be adjusted, and that's... And I think you, would, in particular, would enjoy them because Yoda really sucks in them. I mean, again, I, I intend to read this book. <laughs> but... Absolutely. Because <laughs> Yoda, Yoda sucks. really sucks. Uh, the Jedi really effing suck. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't know how I got in this tangent. I'm sorry. I'm going to put a compilation of all the times we have to stop recording because this dumb fly keeps coming back at us. So I'm getting a little bit distracted and I apologize. But the pro- next prophecy we're looking into is when the Kyber that is not Kyber shines forth. Right. The time of prophecy is at hand. This is around 10 years before Phantom Menace. Uh, they're doing some Jedi stuff. Jedi suck. That's probably where I was. Yeah, that's okay. Were. So uh, there's these these jewel thieves that find these ki- what they think is Kyber crystals, and they're super excited. They think it's gonna make them tons of money, but it turns out it's like not really Kyber. It's just kind of anti Kyber, huh. and it works like it. It actually does work as something that powers lightsaber in almost like an antithesis way it's really interesting hmm. but is that is definitely what i think they're referring to when they say when the kyber that's not kyber shines forth that time of the prophecy is at hand because this is about the time of anakin's conception right and i think that's why i think most of the prophecies that well all of them all of them that were mentioned in the book are all things that are happening in the sequel trilogy hmm. i think that most of these pro- they're saying talking about the time of prophecy like the time we're predicting is the Skywalker saga. So, like, all of these prophecies didn't actually occur. Like, some of them are thousands of years old. Right. But they were all waiting for Anakin. Yeah, so to... you mean the prequel trilogy? No, I mean the entire Skywalker saga. Oh, okay. Like... Well, because you just said sequel trilogy. Oh, did I say? Okay. Yeah. I, so you yes. just mean the Skywalkers? Oh, yeah. Probably, I mean, probably meant prequel trilogy, but I mean, in general, I mean the entire Skywalker. <laughs> Got it. Saga! Because uh, I, I do, nine movies. Yeah, I do think that it is possible to read all of these into being about Anakin, mm-hmm. but I think it's more fun to maybe put some sequel trilogy uh, spins on things. Right. Personally, because I want some of these things to be about the sequel trilogy, please. I think that's fair. And I really don't really think there's like I I don't think there's an alternate reading to this because I think even Obi Wan and Qui Gon in the book they acknowledge that oh. this is going to be the time where all the prophecies start happening. Right. Because we found the Kyber that's not Kyber. And therefore, this whole chosen one thing is going to uh, pop up. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. I I really don't think it it could be anything else. Like, yeah. Makes sense. This is about the time of Anakin's conception, Mm -hmm. so. And it's the time where all this is about to start. And even though... So many of them were so old, and that's why people discredited them, because they never came true. Like, Yeah. Yeah, because it... I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else that could be, like, Kyber that's not Kyber. And I'm like, I can think of ways, like, Kyber crystals were, like, abused. Right. Like, the Death Star, but 
I don't really think it's referring to that. No, I don't think so either. And again, that was literally like, they're kybers. They're not kybers. You yeah. know what I mean? We've never seen that before yet. They yeah. could write something later, but as of right now, that's all we have to go by. The second Obi-Wan ignited that not kyber crystal lightsaber is when the Force was like, oop, gotta conceive Anakin. Oh, there he is. The, the penis metaphor igniting. Yep. Oh my god. Obi-Wan made Anakin. Oh my god. We solved it. Yeah. Obi-Wan is Anakin's father, which <gasps> is very problematic for a lot of fish you've written. <laughs> you've written... <laughs> Oh no, my ship. He does call Obi-Wan daddy. Jesus. <laughs> I like how you're like, just... <laughs> I was going to say, just kidding, but um, never mind. Uh, so moving on to the next prophecy, prophecy number three. He who learns to conquer death will, through his greatest student, live again. He who is... Con- say it one more time. He who learns to conquer death will, through his greatest student, live again. I wrote down the page number, 288. Okay. Yeah. Helpful. All right. So this is j- like, a, is this just about force ghost stuff? Like, no. I'm I'm curious to what you think because I've I've read it multiple things. I particularly read it read it a certain way. Okay. So maybe I need to see it. Okay. He who learns to conquer death will, through his great and greatest student, live again. So for me, it j- it sounds like. Uh, it could be so many things it actually applies to a lot it really sounds like when a jedi passes Mm -hmm. and he's able to continue to live through his student by guiding them i'm sure that there's plenty of other ways too that that can be read but that's my initial thought is like a jedi coming back to live quote unquote through his student Mm -hmm. uh which is the the first one who learns to sort of do that is quite good right which I don't really see Qui-Gon living through Obi-Wan necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't really see that being the case. I do see Obi-Wan living through Luke a little bit more mm-hmm. um, because Obi-Wan definitely be or Luke definitely becomes like the Obi-Wan type figure. Yes. Later on, I see that a little bit more because uh, I don't I don't remember how Palpatine words things, but like about Plagueis conquering death yeah. does, he, does he ever say the words like conquer death but i think I like he, le- he even he knows how to i don't some something like sur- a, avoid death i feel like it was like I avoid can't. death or like i don't think it's just conquer but maybe yeah. something like that but because i was like it's either that or again it sounds a lot like sith stuff or or voldemort stuff <laughs> or voldemort stuff yeah. absolutely because, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty nice with through his greatest, greatest student lives again. Mm-hmm. Now, because we could go a little bit sequel trilogy with this one mm. of, I mean, eh, it's possible. But yeah, because we do know with Palpatine coming back. Yeah, that's could be about him. It definitely, it could be about uh, Palpatine where... So he who learns to conquer death, maybe, obviously Palpatine has somehow figured out how to avoid it. Yeah. Because I I don't even really think that what the Jedi do is conquering death. Yeah, me neither. Conquering sounds a little too aggressive. Yeah, it's more like they accept it, right? And that's how they're able to move on. Yeah. And so conquer sounds a little bit more, yeah, like aggressive. So I feel like it, let's say... Palpatine, who somehow learns to conquer death through his greatest student, who I think would be, from what we know, mm-hmm. Vader. Right. Uh, but again, like, through his greatest student, Vader, but also, if you say through his greatest student, Vader gave birth to things that made made Kylo. Mm-hmm. So you could still consider Kylo being through Vader live again. And not only that, but I think it if Palpatine's been alive this whole time... Something was guiding Kylo down the path that he is. Yeah. So, I well, think there's another would... prophecy later on. Oh, is there? Because uh... I was going to say, like, he could have been still teaching mm-hmm. Kylo this whole time. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I think that could be... Yeah, that, that's hard. I, I don't really know. Yeah, because right now there's nothing that could be, like, definitively like, ah, that's what it is. Yeah. But that's why I think these prophecies are really interesting, because this one is really the first one that I do think is about the sequel trilogy, mm. um, or that could be. 
it could be yeah. about the like Qui Gon to Obi Wan or Obi Wan to yeah. Luke. Unless it's unless it's like uh, I don't know maybe like I don't know enough about Plagueis to be like well he Plagueis was living through Palpatine like I don't know enough about yeah. It, them. I mean it could be Plagueis through Palpatine but at the same time. Uh, we don't know enough about Plagueis to really yeah, be like, say, oh, yeah, he just was. took over Palpatine's body. Yeah. You know what? An interesting twist, though. Mm-hmm. That... Maybe that's how Palpatine's coming back now? Who knows? You know what? We could go super crack theory uh. with this, like, that Palpatine was never Palpatine, that he was raised, <laughs> like, that he kind of was, but... Because, you know, when he's like, have you ever heard of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yeah. And... Because he's and like, he's I like, am. No. And this <laughs> is just a shell that I'm manipulating from yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Because he's kind of telling the story, been like, oh, and his pupil, like, killed him, and then he learned how to conquer death. Because, like, okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Plagueis is the one who figured out how to conquer death. Yeah. And then his, like, student killed him? So where's the, the, mm. where's the conquering death part of that story? How do right. we know that he actually learned that? Mm. Ooh! Okay. Hold on! Here we go. We said super crack theory, but I, I'm, I'm liking where it's going. Yeah! Because it's then it's going to be like a my bitch apprentice, yeah. little Palpatine here, tried to kill me in my sleep, but then I took over his body, and yeah. I learned how, that's how I knew I learned And now how to I can just kind of, like, jump bodies. Yeah. Maybe. I honestly think this is, like, way too crack theory, but it would be super tying in all three trilogies. It would, definitely. Because <laughs> I don't think enough people know And then you can go back and to the Plagueis tales. You know what? Into it. Into it. Is it a really big deep dive? Yes. Yes. But... 100%. Yes. Because, uh, like, it would be kind of interesting to see him jumping, like, body to body. Mm-hmm. And it, it turns out it wasn't Palpatine. It was Plagueis. Yeah. And then Palpatine gets his redemption arc. Everyone in Star Wars gets redeemed. Yeah. Except for Plagueis. He's the top of the line. Yeah. Except for Plagueis, he doesn't... Because then we'll go back and we'll watch the original, like, three movies about Plagueis and Palpatine and Palpatine realizing that Plagueis is too dangerous. Oh, he's like, he's like Sith are crap. not supposed to be able to do this. We can't do it. We it, can't do this. Avoiding death is, like, this... Or, like, conquering death is something... It's unnatural. We're not supposed to be able to do it. To I have to kill him before it gets to, like... It's too much late. and then oh my god into it here go you heard it here first heard it here on first. the episode about the fly <laughs> on the episode titled who talks first about the giant ass fly in the apartment but i think we cracked something here got it speaking of cracked uh-huh got some more crack theories for me? <laughs> there is no okay the danger of the past is not past but sleeps in an egg when the egg cracks it will threaten the galaxy. Because it had crack in it, so I was I skipped to that one. Okay. Uh, is this like egg, like egg in an ovary? <laughs> you know what? I haven't thought about it that way. Let's think about it that way, as in an ovum. Yeah. Uh, the danger of the past, but sleeps in the egg. <laughs> sleeps in the egg. When the egg cracks, twins. <gasps> Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> but, but that's not how fraternal twins work! But Shh! 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 Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. No, it totally makes sense. It's fine. It's fine. We've done it. <laughs> We've cracked the code. <laughs> are you saying the the are you saying that the egg is the Death Star? Probably. That's like the most recently thing that thing thing that I've seen discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, the most popular thing is just the Return of the Sith in general mm. and the prequel era. Okay. So the danger of the past is not past. The right. being the Sith, it sleeps in an egg. Just the general, like it's in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what the egg is, but because the only thing that I can think of is like again, like the Death Star. Yeah. Because it does get like cracked. Well, I would laugh so hard. So let's say this Jedi is having this prophecy, you know? Right. Um, and he's like, egg. egg and he's, egg. He's, he's like seeing this come to fruition and he sees the Death Star and the best word he can come up with to describe it is egg. egg. Well, again, so alien eggs probably look weird as fuck. Oh my God. So he's not thinking chicken egg. There's gotta be aliens that- has gotta be alien eggs. He's gotta be like, he's like, I don't know. It okay. looks like an egg. We, Star Wars. For, in order for this to make sense- if not, your entire canon falls apart. Yeah. You need to introduce aliens that... Lay eggs. Lay eggs. Who have That, that look eggs. like Death Stars. Yeah. Or just like little black balls. With uh, intricate 
details on them. Well, again, he might be seeing this from really, really no, far I'm away. Kidding. <laughs> he's seeing this from really far away. So he's just seeing like this black circle with like a like a maybe like a smaller circle that could look like a baby being formed in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like an egg. An egg. Because like I I think that might in be potential. The- this is another thing that <laughs> might. <laughs> this might have to deal with the sequel trilogy. Mm. Is the. Palpatine, because they we, we see the Death Star in the tra- trailer, so we know we see, we see the broken Death Star, right. the cracked, quote-unquote, cracked egg, potentially, mm-hmm. um, where Palpatine died. Right. So the danger of the past, Palpatine, mm-hmm. is just sleeping in the cracked egg. Yeah. But when they go there, they crack something. And well, it's already cracked. It's already cracked, but... They just... It'll threaten the galaxy yeah. entire. Yeah. Because... Did, because, I mean, Palpatine did threaten the galaxy, but mm-hmm. he was just, like, an overlord of it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't threaten, like, the existence of the galaxy itself. No, he definitely wanted to, like, rule it before. Yeah. He wasn't, like, I want to kill potentially, everything. potentially, he could be like, I'm just going to destroy this whole place. Yeah. Kill everyone. He might be like, I'm just going to kill everything and start over. Yeah. Here we go. And Kylo's like, mm, kind of, like, halfway on board, but, like, <laughs> again... Don't want literally everybody to end. But. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Everything does suck. Everything does suck. But, like, that doesn't mean we should, like, hard reset. Hard everything. reset. Everything. Yeah. Just, just like, like a, the governments. Yeah. Governments. Awful. And, Kylo, I agree with you. Yeah. All the reset governments. Them. Awful. We just need to start over. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I only wish that if Luke and Leia were identical twins, we would have, like, nailed that one. Well, maybe Star Wars... So uh, maybe Star Wars people have eggs. Kylo different. has a uh, <laughs> twin. Um, there we go. We nailed it. Uh, is twin brother. I mean, there's a lot of fanfics that would agree. Oh yeah, I've trust me, I've read them. Yeah. I've read him a lot. Someone who's a triplet with math right radar technician. Yep. Here we go. There's a lot of stuff in fanfics. So yeah, there is. Um, well, huh? Cause like, could you consider like? Kylo and Ben, like, a two people in itself like that. We kind of could. You know? We kind of could. We're going too deep here. I think we're on, we were on a, on a better mind train with the he who learns to conquer death while through his greatest student live again. Yeah, no, that one I'm actually like, okay. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. I like it. Do I think it will come to fruition? Not really, because I don't think a lot of audiences remember who Plagueis is. Saying that J.J. Abrams didn't remember who Plagueis was. That's but- not saying much. <laughs> But also, Sorry, there's been a lot of time since then, mm-hmm. and I, I do just think just because JJ doesn't doesn't mean that story group wasn't like, we got this. And also, and Chris Terrio, is that I believe he's the guy who's also writing the film is super into it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I think that everything was initially planned mm-hmm. from the beginning. I do think some overarching things were like, oh, this I think we'll focus on. I do think the Ray and Kylo stuff is definitely something that they knew they were going to have a particular focus on. Oh, 100%. And also they already admitted they knew Palpatine was coming back from The Force Awakens. Mm. So, do think some stuff in there. Anyway, next one. When the righteous lose the light, evil once dead shall return. I mean... Hmm. Who could this be about? Hmm, 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 <laughs> I mean... Always. It's the fucking Jedi and the Jedi suck. Yeah. I mean, duh. Evil once dead, which is a Sith. Yeah. The, um, yeah, there's really no, I don't really have a second reading of this. I mean, it's something like, uh, you could read it to, as someone like Luke, when, as the righteous and he kind of lost the light a little bit when he almost... When he thought about killing Kylo, mm-hmm. Ben, and then so once he lost that light, the evil once dead shall return. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's one of the, it, it's it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> so a lot of these could be about multiple things, multiple oh, instances. I mean, because a lot of these are just kind of themes of Star Wars. That one is just a generic theme of Star Wars. Yeah. That one's just so generic. When it's the like, people yeah. who are so obsessed with doing the right thing lose, lose their way, yeah, evil is going to take that place. Yeah, absolutely. That's just a theme. Also, like, the entire theme of just Star Wars in general is, and Kingdom Hearts, is that light <laughs> always casts a shadow. Yeah. So for as long as there are, like, Jedi, there's going to be darkness. 
<laughs> Whenever there is light, there, there is, is darkness. darkness. Light there, casts a shadow. There is, it's always going to exist, like, either way. So as soon as you kill one, it's just going to come back again. It's just again. going to come back. So why don't we worry about balancing this out instead of just fighting each other? That was one thing. Like, I just... It was in uh, the Legends of Luke Skywalker book, mm-hmm. a frequent amount. It's just talking about... Because Luke would keep referring to the light side and the dark side, and he was going to different planets to talk to people who also believe in the Force, but they call it something else. Right. So these people called it the Tide. Mm -hmm. And so he's referring to the dark side, and this, like, elder woman is like, stop referring to the sides. There are no sides. Mm -hmm. Like, like, stop doing this. It is just an energy in general. There's just the people who try to control it, and there's people who acknowledge its existence and let it do be. its will let it be and then yeah. there's people who think they can control it um so that's the only and one difference. would argue that like the jedi and the sith are both under the try to control it category yeah i, I agree yeah the jedi think they are doing the right thing but but yeah. they're still they're not much different yeah than the sith they're really not they because they suck because hmm. <laughs> if you uh miss that already they suck they will suck um, this one's kind of an interesting one, only because I like, I think it's obvious who it's about, but at the same time, it doesn't make a to- whole lot of sense to me, so I'll read it to you, and then okay. you can let me know what you think. One will ascend to the highest of the Jedi, despite the foreboding of those who would serve him. One? We'll one will ascend to the highest of the Jedi, despite the foreboding of those who would serve him. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> and who, who do you think that's about? Like, for me, it initially reads as Anakin, but, like, it but doesn't he, yeah. read completely right. Yeah, because, he, like, he doesn't ascend to the highest of the Jedi. He doesn't ascend to the Jedi, the highest of Jedi, mm-hmm. despite the foreboding of those who would serve him. I don't think any of them really would serve him. No, because they all... Everyone was against him. And so that's why, like, never... the for- the uh, despite the foreboding part... Right. That's where that fits Anakin. Uh-huh. But the rest of it... Doesn't. I don't really see him as... Uh, he doesn't really ascend to the highest of the Jedi. He never becomes all. a master. He's a he's a very powerful Jedi, but I don't really consider him he ascending also, to the highest. He definitely didn't ascend to the highest of the Jedi because Obi-Wan beat him. That's true. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Obi-Wan won that fight, so... And by the time he beats... Obi-Wan, he's not a Jedi anymore. Maybe, maybe, despite the foreboding of those who would serve Is it about Obi-Wan? Because I was potentially thinking it could be Luke, only because, so one will assign to the highest of the Jedi, which just by default's Luke, because he's the only only one, and he's the master, so he's the only Jedi master there, so he Mm -hmm. is the one who has ascended to the highest of the Jedi, despite the foreboding of those who would serve him. And it's students? him, his students, uh-huh. uh, which, like, the Knights of Ren yeah. and Kylo, I think that him knowing sense. that there's, like, this dark energy. Yeah. Like, that clicks more with me, mm-hmm. but I'm like, is that too... That makes way more sense to me, because it doesn't... It doesn't, to- it doesn't totally fit Anakin. It doesn't fit Anakin. It kind of a little bit fit... Like, the only other person I could think it fits with... Is kind of like Qui Gon, right? Because like he is a powerful master, and a lot of the Jedi are against him because he believes so much in these prophecies. Yeah. But like, also, it still doesn't fit really well. I think it fits well. It fits way better with Luke and the students. Yeah. I yeah I do too because he was the only master that was there. So, and especially and like of those who would ser- serve him oh, or serve. Oh, it is. It does say serve with him. So that is a little bit different. Okay. Okay. But, mm, I mean, it's not Anakin. Anakin doesn't become a high-ranking Jedi. He is a strong Jedi, but he never ascends past night. Yeah, that that wording is just what makes it a little confusing to me. Because, and again, Obi-Wan beat him in a fight. Mm -hmm. He got his legs and his arms chopped off. (laughs) He he won. (laughs) Yeah. It it just, like, I feel like the the basic answer... Basic, most basic answer would just be Anakin because again they were, they weren't looking to, they were looking down on him, mm-hmm. and he is a 
great Jedi. He's a powerful he's Jedi. He's powerful, but it, he's not even, like, a powerful... If they hadn't said Jedi, I would be agree. Like, agree. And also, it does start off with one will ascend, which could be, like, a chosen one kind of thing. Like, but... But again... It just, yeah, it just... He only starts when I think it's about, so but it just doesn't totally click with me. It does I like thinking about it a little bit more with it being Luke, just because I think Luke does 100% ascend to the highest of yeah. the Jedi because he, just by default. Yeah. And despite the foreboding of those who would serve with him, which yeah. are his students, mm-hmm. and he, from what we know right now, half of them turned against him And too. also, you can read poetically into, despite the foreboding of those who would serve with him, which would have been... A lot of people who were killed. Yeah. Yeah. You can. I think it could be read either way. We'll see. Yeah. I Because I, I do think that the Knights of Ren are going to end up being Luke's other students. At least I really hope so, because... Otherwise, what the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck are you? If they're not the other students, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Joe. You're going to have to write a really good story for me to be like, oh, that was better than him being the other students. Yeah. It's going to have to be, like, phenomenal. It's going to have to be a Claudia Gray novel for me to have to like it. <laughs> That's how I'm just going to refer to all the things. I'm like, did Claudia Gray write it? Did it? Who who wrote that? Who wrote it? Is it Claudia Gray? Then I don't like it. Then I don't know. But, yeah, that, that one I think... That one's... Yeah, it's hard. I Most people have just kind of written it off as Anakin, but it doesn't totally fit with Anakin for me. It really doesn't. Because really again, yeah. I, I also... Because I did read that wrong. It is those who would serve with him, not him. But, but I think the only reason that Anakin starts to become as powerful as he was was because he started to lose himself to the dark side. So he started to tap into, like... I just don't see... Yeah, I, get, I just really don't see him as ascending to the highest of the Jedi yeah. when he never was labeled a master. He wasn't. And also, let's be real, Yoda would have kicked his ass. And I hate Yoda. Yeah. Yoda would have whooped him. Yeah, would have whooped his tush. You saw that Dooku and Yoda fight. Yeah. There ain't no way that Yoda wouldn't have kicked Anakin's ass. Yeah, and if Obi-Wan was able to defeat yeah, him. exactly. Yeah. All right. Now, this one is my favorite one mm. uh, because it's it's pretty clear. Only through the sacrifice of many of many Je- <laughs> only through the sacrifice of many Jedi will the Order cleanse the sin done to the Nameless. Mm-hmm. Which is the clones. The clones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Me too. I like that one. It's. Yeah, it's and it'll look a little bit into Master and Apprentice. They're talking about like the issue with the new the Republic and slave labor. Mm. How slave labor is illegal, but a New Republic kind of turns its eye to it. I like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They don't have slaves. So. I do think this is a particular reference to the clones, mm-hmm. and because I do think that the whole—I mean, the whole point of the Clone Wars and basically the prequel trilogy—is that hey, yo, the Separatists were the bad guys, but but they were fighting with robots. They were fighting we, with robots. We're fighting with people. Yeah, you were making real humans. Yeah, and then the whole point of the show is like they were real people. Yeah. And you use them as fodder. Yeah, I rem- like that's what made me ended up liking the Clone Wars so much. Was like, I remember when we were when I was first watching it, I was like, wait, wait a second, what the fuck? The good guys are using real people. They're throwing real people at robots. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! You're manufacturing real people. Real people who then try to run away and hide from you so they can have real lives. I, I really like how that it's worded as, like, cleanse the sin done to the nameless. Like, yeah, because, I, I mean, it was the Jedi who made, who started making the clones to begin with. It yeah. was uh, on Sifo Dyrus' order, which uh, I'm not sure how much we... Re- I, there is a Clone Wars episode about Sifo Dyrus. What, but, I, like... But I, I don't, I don't remember a lot of mm-hmm. it. Because with Jedi Lost, we know that Sifo Dyrus is a person who gets a lot of premonitions. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's, like, an interesting thing to talk about there with if he ordered this army, because he ordered this army, like, ten years prior, I don't mm-hmm. I don't a, a while ago, because he saw the war in the future, so he thought he had to preemptively... Do it. Yeah, do it to stop this war from happening, which is why he... Or to be prepared for this but war. But of course, but then he it, caused it. He, ca- he causes the war. Yeah. 
Yeah, I really don't see this really referring to anything else besides that. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, the sacrifice of many Jedi. And we've talked about a thousand times about how all these prophecies, the Chosen One prophecy, even that only happened because they knew about it mm-hmm. and they were trying to circumvent it, which made them cause it. Yeah. If they had just believed in Anakin and trusted him, that never would have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is, uh, it's the Chosen One prophecy. So, oh. a Chosen One shall come, born of no father, and through him will ultimate balance in the Force be restored. Because he kills everything. Because he just kills everything. And so, well, again, they use the word through him mm-hmm. again, which, because, like, the ultimate balance hasn't been restored yet. It's not him. So it's, it's through true. him. It's through his legacy. So it's... Yeah. And they, they they use through him, it's repetitive, again, and in text breakdowns, you look for that repetitive nature, and through him, in the greatest student living, and through his, oh, and it's just through, just through his greatest <laughs> student, and then through him, so just through. Yeah, but no, I agree. I don't think that that mean, has to mean that he restored mm-hmm. the balance, but that he starts it. Yeah. So, because he didn't achieve it because he didn't kill Luke. I do like how blatantly obvious this one is. It's a lot more obvious than the other ones. Because I can imagine, like, Qui-Gon for hours just trying to decipher what all of these mean. And then he's, like, walking on Tatooine one day. And then Shmi's like, oh, yeah, my son, he he don't got no father. And Qui-Gon's just, like, done. Found it. Found it. Well, I think that one and then the one about Kyber that isn't Kyber. That's true. I think those are the two that are, like... Oh, we did it. We're sweet. We figured it out. How do we do that? Um, and yeah. So, clearly Anakin. And, because they're even, uh, uh, oh, yeah, because, like, what is interesting is pointing out the gender-specific pronouns here. Mm-hmm. And, because I didn't even double, I didn't even think about it with the he who learns to conquer death will, through his grandson, leave again. Just mm-hmm. because most of these characters, well, all of the characters who learn to conquer death are male. But, uh. Yeah. The and the chosen one and through him, ultimate balance be restored. Yeah. Because I think if you, they did use something less gender specific there, you could technically be like a chosen one shall come, born of no father, and through them an ultimate balance will be restored. Mm-hmm. And you could think of someone like Ray mm-hmm. who just didn't have parents. Right. So she was like, if and like let's just say she was born to a single mom, like her father just right. But instead they left. were like nah, nah. So they were being specific with that one, mm-hmm. that they're like, it's Anakin. It, I mean, I do think Anakin for sure is the chosen one. I mean, it's the Skywalker no, I saga. Agree. But uh, I do think it's interesting. I didn't really point out the, like, gender-specific uh, things there. But, and through him, the ultimate balances will be restored. So that still means it's down to Anakin's lineage, Yeah, I do think, Yeah. in the end. So I think Kylo is part of that. Of course he is. I mean... We been new. We been new. <laughs> we know. Yeah. He- Rise of Skywalker. That means Ray must be a... No! No, absolutely not. Oh my god! <laughs> Carlos Skywalker! I swear to god. And the last but not least prophecy mm. from Master of Apprentice is... When the Force itself sickens, past and future must split and combine. When the what? <laughs> when the force itself sickens, mm. past and future must split and combine. Hmm. Now, let me tell you about Raylo. Hold on. <laughs> Can we talk about Raylo? Sure. Past, definitely Kylo. Mm-hmm. Well, one, he's against the past, but two, but he's the, in terms of just like Star Wars oh, legacy, okay. he's the legacy okay. one, and she's the future of the Jedi. Got he's it. like okay. the legacy of he the Jedi. He represents the, okay. And the. The split happens in The Last Jedi. Okay. They, they split apart, yeah. and then they have to come back together. So their tizzy mm-hmm. has been foreshadowed, has been prophesized, uh-huh. their slight disagreement, uh-huh. but they're also their reunion. Okay. Because the Force is ill. Yeah, but I don't think the Force became ill in this trilogy. Well, no, but I think... Well, I mean, we thought we were, like, do you think, I think it the, refer- references something earlier? Uh, uh, I think that the, the Force became sick earlier, right? So what do you think this is referring to in general? I, uh, that's where I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, the past and the... What does it say? The past and the present? The past combined? and the future must split and combine. Must split and combine. Uh... And the force itself sickens. Alright. Okay. The past and the future. So the sequel trilogy... Uh-huh. And the prequel trilogy... Yeah. Must split... Split and combine. Combine. Maybe... Uh, okay. Okay. So the... Is it, is it literally just being like, there's going to be three sagas? <laughs> There needs to be three because, uh, the, the, yeah, the past and the present, like, it's gotta yeah. split and combine. Uh, we need to make a prequel trilogy and a sequel, sequel trilogy. Uh, exactly. Because part of me is even, like, is it about, and, like, real deep dive here. Mm-hmm. Real deep dive here. It's it literally just about Kylo. Because, like, he had to split yeah. kind of into two different people. Oh. And then maybe he's combining back. Yeah. And I know that I said mm-hmm. that, like, I think that mm-hmm. it started, but... I, I do still think that the, the, the Force became sick more, like, in the prequel trilogy. Oh, once. yeah, I definitely think it's it's been fucked up for a while. Yeah, right? But yeah. I think, like, that is where it got sick. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think this one is probably one of the more clear-cut ones about that could tie into the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. about what is meant to happen. Um, I like things, anything that refers to the balance. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, what split and combined could mean. Right. That is that is a problem I'm having, as well. The past and future must split and combine. Is it so? Past and future. I mean, okay, maybe like Anakin and Luke must split and they come together in the end. Like, but I don't really think they split. Well, maybe past and future. maybe split means they both need to die so they can talk in because like the force split and combine could. Like Luke and Leia, they get split apart and then come they come back together. Yeah. But the whole past and future thing is is interesting. I really d- have a hard time considering Luke being like the future. Yeah. I really think someone like Ray is or Kylo is more of the mark of the future. Yeah. Especially where we are. If this was written like uh in the old EU before the sequel trilogy, I would consider it maybe Luke, but I really think the future has to refer to, like, the new dawn of the Jedi. I agree. So, Kylo comes from, like, the old line of the Jedi, Rey's, like, the new line of the Jedi, mm-hmm. something around there. Yeah, I agree. Something something about that. It doesn't seem to fit super right with me for Luke or Anakin. Yeah, the split and combine. So, like, the split, like, has to imply that they were like, close to being with each other at one point, that they actively have to... Yeah. Split. Be apart and combine. Come back together. To make something better and new. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, with that, I believe that is a good time to wrap up this week's episode. Yes, I believe so. So, you'll be glad to know that not only did we free ourselves of the fly, we did so without killing it. Despite our best efforts to, to in fact, kill it. (laughs) Yes. My computer is covered in hairspray. Yes. Uh, My bathroom floor is covered in bug poison. (laughs) But yet, what killed him in the end, or what got him out in the end, was us leaving our porch door open. Yeah, just on the happenstance that he might decide to fly out. And he finally did. Did. Fly. Out. Out. But I still feel like he's all over my body. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Who Talks First. Yes. At the end of this episode, I will leave you all the bits of this episode that we cut out because of this damn fly. It will be a roller coaster. Thank you for tuning in. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And we'll see you next time. I'm so glad I don't have to go to sleep knowing it's in our apartment somewhere. I know. Me too. That was my big worry. Because, I mean, we still have slits underneath our doors that he could figure it out. He could. I'd be really bummed out. But he's gone. He's gone now. But we did it the right way. He who conquers death. He who conquers death! It's the fly. He conquered death. He did. That means he's coming back. That means he's coming back with his greatest student. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to close my window. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Do you see it? Is it near me? Yeah, it's like right behind you. Oh, God damn it! It was. Don't know where he is anymore. Oh, he's on the he's on the air purifier. Oh shit! Get he's him. on it. Get him! Get oh, he's, him! He's flown away. You bitch! He's on the carpet cleaner. You can do this. I believe in you. Just wait till you get super close. No! I tried to. so close in that one. He was like crawling for it. I know. And I wanted to suck him in. We should we should have squashed it. That one was an easy squash. Do you think so? Because I think they're so hard to squash. If we had like a, a, a swatter that's like wide, but that's not wide. We get the Swiffer. The f Fuck! Is it right near you? <laughs> ah, you abandoned your blanket! Now you're exposed! That's what you get. Where? I didn't even see it. I heard it. I didn't see it either. I don't hear. Oh, see it! It's like an invisible demon! An invisible demon that's also giant. And very loud when it is flying. Oh my god. <laughs> And so... Is it near me, or... No, it flew okay. behind us. Okay. But, uh... Son of a bitch. I don't... So... And he represents both the past and the present. In my worldview. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm sorry for the quality of this podcast. This giant-ass fly is really... He doesn't like, want our hot takes. He doesn't want... He doesn't agree. He's anti-Raylo. He is. He's an anti. He needs to get out. I hate him. I hate him so much. How are we ever gonna kill him? I don't know. Palpatine! We thought we killed you once! We'll go on a serious mission of trying to kill him after we're done with the You know how podcast. I always used to kill flies in Michigan? How? Got to be spray. Ooh. Oh, why haven't we been doing that? Well, we can. It's just gonna cover everything got to be, which is the problem, uh, which is why I want to finish recording first. Yeah, we're gonna finish recording first. But, yeah, I think this one is one of the more... Oh, oh god! Sorry, he was right in my ear. I got scared. <laughs> I see him. I see him. I see him. I see him. He heard my plan to kill him, and now he's come for me. I could have flew into the wings. Okay, no, he went over there. Now he's over there. So hold on. Okay, now he's back there. Because when you start to wear them, weigh them down, and like get their like little yeah. wings all stuck together. Yeah. Oh fucking man, they die. Bitch, it's on. Bitch, cunt. <laughs> Bitch, fucker. <laughs> Did you get him? I don't think so. Oh, okay. We have a carpet cleaner, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think you started to lay him down! It's working! I'm at her not in this war. <laughs> I am. I am expendable. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
you cut he's I told you he's come for me. I don't know what to do. Eventually he just won't be able to fly anymore. He'll be so sticky. Okay, I see you. I see you. Okay, I Okay. You're you Yeah, no, fly above the wings, it's fine. They can use it with a new coat. <laughs> God damn. I really don't want him to die in the kitchen. Neither do I. I'm just gonna turn on the light in the kitchen so when he flies in there we can yeah. still see, see him. him yeah. Cause like if he dies in our cereal or something, that would be a major bummer. That would be. Not be <laughs> you know what I mean? Not yeah. that any of that is my cereal, but like I would still be bummed. Yeah. You. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, we don't find his corpse, I'm just gonna throw away all my cereal. Now that I've said that. Somebody else. Welcome to Who Talks First. Solo just admitted that she fucks a dog. No, I so. was saying that I ha- I'm having an affair with you. The dog. That's whose hair that is. You said golden retriever. Oh, yeah. golden retriever lover. I read. Okay. Golden retriever. I-, <laughs> I took it as like a golden retriever lover, not no. a lover of golden retrievers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's start over.